what's up? This is Dave from Metal Epidemic. I am in Glasgow at the Classic Grand with Kim and Holger from Mull. Guys, how are you doing? Doing great. It's, yeah. It's the last day of the tour, and we just uh, played what I think was uh, quite an okay show. Yeah. At the the, the Grand Classic. Yeah. So that was. Uh, was it well, quite okay? No, it was great. Ah, it was great. <laughs> it was a great show. You know. We, uh, we really enjoy being in Scotland Yeah. again. Uh, I think last time we played here, that was under the bridge. What's that venue called? I cannot remember. I can't remember, but yeah. That was that was cool too. This was cooler. Is that the one just round? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, audio, I think it's maybe audio around there. Yeah. Could be around there, yeah. Or Ivory Blacks is down the bottom, I think, as well. But Yeah. I remember when we did that one, we had to rush to London, to Soho, to do a live session. Oh, yeah. Uh, our driver had three cups of double espresso and Red Bull, and then he just drove straight, yeah. fell asleep in the bass drum cabinet uh, while Ken was <laughs> blasting away. Yeah. Nice. I mean, like, oh, this is the, the last night of the tour, yeah. so how's the how's the energy feeling? Do you, do you still feel like just as excited at the end of the tour as you are when it, it first kicks off? I think actually. Of at least me, I'm more excited. Oh, really? At the end of the show, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like you, there is a, like um, at least for me, you have to like a, there's a slow start to yeah. the touring. Yeah. Okay. That uh, you gotta get into the rhythm. Yeah. Living in a bus, uh, doing gigs every night, uh, loading in and out. Uh, so it's kind of like a few first days you try to try to get into that rhythm. Yeah. And then you also, as a band, has to. to Get in a rhythm. I think we, we become as a band better and better each night yeah. playing and, and get Definitely. more comfortable in the sense. Yeah. So actually, I think tonight was a, was a great uh, end to that. Yeah. Uh, I, the I, energy was good. Yeah. So I at least think you know there's always a lot of production things going on, like you know loading loadouts. Uh, this was a difficult one, <laughs> a maze. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's like the final boss. Yeah. Uh, if this was Dark Souls, this would uh, <laughs> yeah. this was definitely be uh, one of the you know the big ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, of um, course, I think we're tired. Everyone yeah. is tired, both both mentally and, and physically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we did this uh, three years ago. Yeah. With Rivers of Nile. Uh, oh yeah. And and I don't remember it being this <laughs> this tough. Uh, so maybe it's yeah. the age, or maybe it's just. Uh, I don't think it's the age. I, I think there's a lot of getting used to, especially not all, not only for us, but also the main act and for uh, you know everybody touring at the minute and yeah. the you know the music industry in general. Yeah. It's it's a lot of things is just up in the air right now, and um, you know we can look into like bigger societal problems for that cause, but yeah. but I, in the end like. The dust has haven't settled yet, so I think that that you know affects everybody. Yeah. Like for instance, gas prices. Yeah, I'd see. Isn't yeah. this? It makes this tour very expensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just something that we have to deal with uh, on, on top of uh, things being kind of crazy. Yeah, for sure. But all in all, like you know, you get out and you meet people that connect with the music yep. in such a profound way that we, not any of us would have thought possible. No. Yeah. Uh, I know it's always been a therapeutic thing for me to go up on stage and yell people in their faces and kick yeah. them with my boots, but <laughs> it's just, um, 
I've played in, in a lot of bands with a lot of death metal energy or hardcore energy, but this goes through the whole uh, emotional spectrum. Yeah. And at, at least as a songwriter, I feel like I can display the full package, like joy, uh, excitement, sadness, you know, the whole, the whole shabam. And, yeah. and when you go for a journey like that, especially when we plan our sets, we, we really think about, you know, is there a narrative emotional structure to it? Yeah. Does, will this make out for a good evening? Yep. Yep. Uh, I think that's really important. This is the first time we've done a tour where we are the uh, hard act. Oh, really? Yeah. We've, we've always been like the soft act, the breather in between yeah. Yeah, Rivers of Nile and Black Crown Initiate yeah. or, or, you know, uh, supporting um, Ghost Path. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's kind of funny to be in that, in that spot where you're kind of like, you're the upper before, yeah. you know, the long form yeah. uh, story is coming just yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Uh, it's an amazing set that Cripple Black Feelings are, you know, yeah. are pulling off e each and every night, but it's just a huge production. Yeah. We have, uh, we've, we've scaled down our production severely, yeah. uh, you know, during the last couple of years, like, you know, doing Camper or doing um, uh, he uh, Helix. Uh, and X32 uh, systems where you just, you know, have your own in-ear mix, can have the same setup every night, yeah. 15 minutes sound check, pff, out. Yep. Uh, that just gives you a lot of comfort uh, and, uh, and I think it gives you a lot of confidence as an artist, like, you know, I don't have to worry about some um, uh, newbie sound technician somewhere, like, yeah. uh, which button do I press? Like, we, we just we have our own mix and yeah. the guy in-house or for this tour we've had Sylvia from uh, uh, from Italy she she did an amazing job with yeah. all three bands actually yeah definitely makes things a lot more consistent for us yeah as a band yeah yeah for sure I think we do, uh, and that also gives us confidence that we can produce the same thing every night yeah, yeah. not uh, not depending on, uh, on ticks or, or anything like that so yeah, yeah it's good. I think the pandemic has kind of left us in a place where we, you know, everybody has been up in their heads uh, and I feel at least coming out, playing our songs live, you know, connecting with people, that's at least what, what, what fuels me to, you know, meet people who have had profound experiences with our music, you know, on their own, made their own, uh, made it their own yeah. in, in that sense, um, carried them through the pandemic or whatever music does to you you know I've listened loads to Phoebe Bridges throughout the whole pandemic it's just you know that's what music is supposed to do like uh, take you somewhere else um, and uh, yeah I was just uh, I was really moved by one guy that was really screaming his lungs out and at the front row I just yeah. see he, he, he knew every lyric yeah uh, yeah that, that moves me yep. and that makes that reminds me of a kind of you know it, it, we do have a responsibility but also you know people make it their own yeah and yeah, for sure. that is just yeah you don't see that every day um, like I've, I've I've played in in bands where people are you know they're like yeah yeah really great show but but <laughs> 
there's something different when people come and say like you know this actually means a lot to me yeah, yeah. I didn't make you make you feel that you create your own story out of, of that and uh, that's what music is supposed to do yeah it's about sharing that experience yeah and I want to think that, that we can do it with this package because yeah even though it might be a, a harder act so to say people think that that's some of the same experiences or some of the things uh, feelings and emotions mm -hmm. yeah. that you can get throughout the entire night yeah as an audience member yeah and, uh, and it took us some time to get into to get into the rhythm of and realizing that I think it's, uh, yeah. it's fine now, yeah. Well, I think it's also a thing about synergy between us, like socially, because we've had a really good time with each other. Yeah. Like uh, just the last couple of gigs, it's so it has been so fun. Yeah. And I think when when people see that we're having fun, it just it's you know. It's an exchange of energy, yeah, uh, and that makes us feel very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also why that the excitement at the end. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it is even better than, than, than the start because yeah, we feel more confident as a man yeah. Than, yeah. than we can give a better yeah. performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hundred percent agree. Um, and I think when I heard uh, Diorama for the first time. It was one of those albums that, and it doesn't happen often, but I, I, I had the kind of goosebump feeling when I heard that album for the first time, and I just knew when I heard that this is something special, you know. Um, it was my album of the year last year. I just fell in love with the album. Um, did you guys like when you were when you were putting this album together, and you obviously had a very good reception from Yord as well. What was there? Was, is there any pressure when when you've had a really good response from an album like that? And then you know when it comes to the next album, do you do you feel that pressure, or is it just the kind of that we're just going to go in and do what we do, and that's and I that's think, what it is? I think it's both, yeah, actually, because of course there's a lot of, of pressure. I think Nikolai feels it more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just trying to, to put something because the the, the reception from Yard was off yeah. yeah. our, our own expectations. Like we were our debut album, we yeah. didn't have we actually have no expectations whatsoever. Anything so, and suddenly we were out playing, and, and people were, yeah. were yeah, liking our music. And then we had to, to do the second one, yeah. Uh, and uh, it was three years after, so yeah. some yeah. time has went. Yeah, we were trying to really like this. It's, it's, it's now or never, actually. Mm -hmm. but I, I, I believe at least that. Um, Ken and Nikolai, they get into a space where they're like, okay, what do we want to do? Yeah. Uh, and uh, I know that they, you know, both Nikolai and Ken t thought about, you know, we're not doing it your two. We're not yeah. doing that. No. We're do doing something different. We're doing something that yeah. we can see ourselves in, but not, not uh, uh, you know, change the whole, um, yeah, the whole Mull experience. Yeah. In, in some sense, uh, I feel like at least as a as as a, as a lyricist, I've been invited more in, into like I was invited in on on, on, on your, but it, it uh, as a lyricist, I felt it was m just as much mine yeah. when when uh, I wrote the lyrics for this one. Yeah. So there's just something about. Well, sometimes under during a set, I would be like, I would really wish that you, you knew Danish, but 
also I'm really happy that you don't know Danish because <laughs> then you won't know how vulnerable this is yeah um, and I think that mask you know the screams as well and the drumming parts it's what uh, you know it's what people might you know, dig at first but when they get down into it it's it's all about vulnerability and about and it's also about uh, you know the ethereal feeling that you get out yeah. of uh, something really melodic that speaks directly to yep. to you yeah uh, you might be you know enticed by you know the packaging uh, some people are put very much off you know it's a shame uh, but if you you know decide to look closer I, I think people will just find you know there's something in there for everybody yeah yeah um, it felt to me when I heard the album that the, um, you'd kind of push the, the kind of boundaries of certain things, so the, the clean parts and the aggressive parts felt like being made a little bit more intense on this album. Yeah. Um, was that something that you you decided you were going to do beforehand, or that was that a kind of natural thing that just that's just the way it happened? Um, Two Messen actually helped a bit. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I uh, had planned a, a bunch of features, did I? And uh, I was I was pitching it to him in the studio, and, and uh, especially with Diorama, that's really personal for me. Yeah. Uh, and Tristan as well. Um, like he, uh, I presented the ideas, and he was like, "No, you do it. What? No, you do it. You did the demo. You can do it here. You take as long time as you want. Yeah. But this is a safe space. Let's yeah. make it that. Yeah." So I, I, he made me feel confident enough to, you know, at least see that's about the mask again, you know, mm -hmm. you, the all the rage is is a mask. Yeah, it is in some sense. Some of it is really raw, but you know, there's just something so vulnerable about your clean voice. Yeah, uh, and uh, I think he helped me open that up. Yeah, uh, and now I feel more confident. Yeah, uh, about that part. Yeah, that must have been some experience because Chu Madsen is like he's worked with some of the greatest metal bands going. So yeah. what was the, what was the experience like working with him? Very good. Yeah, yeah. very good. I think uh, he's such a at least for us, like like we grew up listening to a lot of the bands that, that he produced. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Same. So it's yeah. like a, uh, it's like a, we had to take that off the list. <laughs> yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't knew him too well before that. Yeah, but he's super down to earth. He just uh, I had to I had to talk yeah. to him about the Benia Reach album oh. Olivia because that album you know made yeah. me want to yeah. do all of those to uh, you know tonal screams. Yeah, that was actually you know what got me hooked on that. Yeah, uh, up until that point I I, I did mainly growls. Okay, so. Yeah, that album really changed a lot for me. Yeah, but yeah, I think in the studio it, it all depends on your feeling uh, comfortable as a musician trying to to, to to do the track, and, and he just does it perfectly. He uh, he gives you confidence yeah. to do the track, and also accept the mistakes that there might be on a take. That that this is a part of of of, uh, of the music. It doesn't have to be perfect in any way. Yeah, this is an organic thing. So mm. so we might as well. Uh, yeah, listen to that as well. So yeah, yeah, he was really, really good at that. Mm. And uh, yeah, so it's just uh, a great experience. We, we yeah. didn't experiment too much 
We're no. gonna use a lot of time yeah. on the vocals, but yeah. like uh, yeah, you were you were in the booth while I did the vocals for Twisted. Yeah, that was it was it was very it was very hard for me. Like um, I wrote the lyrics and uh, I just you know when as soon as you you put a voice to it and it recorded, then it's final. It, it's something that you've put out in the world. Yeah. And, I remember looking at your faces and you were both like, yeah. you need to talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but, but I also remember like the, the, the raw tracks just sounded so good. Oh yeah. It, it was like yeah, yeah. the, the, the yeah. bare raw guitar, drums, tracks, everything else done with the sound. Mm. It sounded like an unfinished mix yeah. almost. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. All the and, and all the things, he, all the discs equipment just sounded yeah. Yeah, absolutely so wonderful. So. I know Nicola. He enjoyed uh, his approach to you know producing the guitars and uh, have a lot of you know just play more. Yeah. Um, I know they spent at least one or two days with uh, the whole pedal circus. Yeah. Uh, like at York, we also did experiment a lot with, with the guitars. For example, used a lot of different guitars, a lot of yeah. different effects. But this was just so much more comfortable in, in a way and yeah. we had more time to do it more mm -hmm. yeah it wasn't the room it, it wasn't like we had to do three songs in a day and that was uh, mm. so, so we, we had we had time to do what what we wanted yeah. and, and if something didn't sound the way it should we had to do it again or try yeah. something else so yeah amazing um obviously the the album um was kind of partly inspired by um the Ari Aster movie Yep. Um, Hereditary, uh, which personally love, absolutely love the film. Um, you, you big movie guys? Do you do you yep. watch a lot of films? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we actually. I don't know how active it is by now, but we've had a horror movie yeah. club with uh, Alexander from Unseen Faith for uh, oh, quite yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we met a couple times. Yeah. Once. Yeah. Did some drink some beers and uh, <laughs> yeah, watch the movie. Yeah. We've had some really good experience. I think uh, the most scary experience we've had was maybe must have been as above so below. <laughs> we had many scary experiences. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah we, we watched a lot of, of, yeah. of films. Okay. I think movies are uh, a wonderful form yeah. of, of art and yeah. ways to express uh, yeah. feelings and emotions again. So. I've been really obsessed with that Ariesta movie though. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it seemed like a great framework for a lot of the stuff that I needed to get, you know, get off my chest. Yeah. Uh, and uh, even though that there might not be as uh, <laughs> as demonic uh, a uh, an inspiration for my lyrics, I, I, I know that there's just um, there's just a lot about you know social heritage that goes into that. Yeah. Uh, and as a guy in my 30s I sh you know I should be on top of my traumas in some sense yeah uh, I figure that if you're gonna live with somebody or if you're gonna do something um, you know go somewhere and make uh, some self-progress you just need to face a lot of the stuff that you have uh, on the backlog because it'll haunt you <laughs> yeah it will yeah sure. um, so the album uh, came out November last year I think. Um, 
obviously a bit of, a bit of time had passed since you, since you actually finished the album before it actually came out. So, um, what what's been kind of happening since then? Do you have you taken any time to write new material, or or do you wait until like you're back for tour before you start anything like that? Or I had a, a, a few raw demos, okay. I think, yeah, and some some riffs and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, again, it's all about time and. Resources. I think we all do this still yeah. on, our, on our spare time. Yeah, I know. Like Nikolai has has uh, he has presented a couple of demos to me, uh, and to, mostly to Ken. Like they're they're the core uh, writing. Okay. Uh, you know, you know they uh, they do most of the stuff. Yeah. I know that Nikolai builds the skeleton. Ken puts his spin on it. You know, focus on all the rhythm uh, sections at least, and uh, when they're uh, when they're fighting too much, I get thrown into the mix, <laughs> say, uh, and and get to vote which which part goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I take that whole thing and uh, yeah, rummage yeah. on it. It's just ruminating. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it has to be something from my life, or else I wouldn't find it. Interesting to, yeah. you know, we're all kind of selfish like that. <laughs> what and the, the kind of the demo type stuff that you've done is it kind of tonally is it is it similar to Diorama or different? It's definitely it's different. different. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, that's what I like to hear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least what I've heard. But you know, it always goes through yeah, a ton of renditions. No, I think I don't think there's a recipe for no. like a no. little song. So. No. Yeah, like. And, for you know, your Nikolai has a lot of uh, different uh, inspirations. Sometimes mm. he's really into one band. Yeah. So he yeah. gets a lot of different ideas. But that is the main question always: What is Nikolai listening to? <laughs> <laughs> really? And I am like, I'm, I am genuinely curious when he's obsessing about something. Okay. And I was like, What are you listening to, man? <laughs> uh, yeah. And that keeps it exciting. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Uh, you know, we all come from really different metal backgrounds mm. in in some sense, and I think that's a strength as well. Mm. Um, and you know, it, it it gives us you know the live expression that we have. Yeah. Uh, but it's also like an extension of our personalities. Yeah. I know I wouldn't. I couldn't do like a whole set. Uh, really introvert. I tried that <laughs> when I started in Mill. I tried to put up, put on a, a facade of introversion in some sense, but yeah. it's just yeah, yeah. You, I gotta do me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure. And I think that has has also impacted, you know, the way that we approach uh, stage presence in, in many ways. I think we're a bit more. Aggressive, I'd say, in some. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I think the best uh, word, to, or at least the best sentence to describe us, was nasty glitter. <laughs> I, I just think that that was really fitting. Yeah, it does, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's something glamorous about it without too much disco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good to hear. I mean, as much as I love Diorama, um, no one wants to hear the same album twice, so you know, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you guys are, you know, trying different things. I'll be, I'm really excited to hear what happens next. Yeah. Um, so, what, what, what is next? Obviously, this is the last day of the tour. 
Um, what happens now? You just got a bit of a break, or yeah, we have a couple of shows in Denmark. We have an anniversary gig as well in our hometown, cool. uh, the fifth of uh, November, and uh, uh, something might be happening in twenty three. Ah, no promises. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, uh, uh, and uh, we need to give Nikolai and Ken time to write as well. Sure. Um, I think that's really pivotal for us. Like, uh, and uh, Nikolai is not with us on this tour. It's uh, Sigurd, uh, yeah. our live guitarist. Um, yeah, he's he's been amazing. Yeah, uh, really a stand-up guy and part of us for like four years now. Yeah. Almost, yeah, on and off. So, okay, if he feels like a part of the yeah. band almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think at least. I know Nikolai. He needs time to settle into, you know, really to get his focus. Uh, and um, yeah, I'd love him to do more live stuff. But you know, yeah. uh, I think the most important part is, you know, we uh, keep the passion at least, because if that dies and the joy of writing dies, yeah. there's no middle. It, yeah. Simple, simple as that. Yeah. Like it has to be fueled by uh, some passion. Uh, I know you know. There's always everybody expects, uh, or at least the algorithm might expect uh, you to put out something every year. But like, I think a lot of great things usually takes its time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would hate to put a deadline on something like that. Yeah. We tried that at London. Yeah. It did not work. No. So it has to. It has to happen. Actually. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I need to go for another life crisis too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, well, guys, I, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Um, I'll, I'll let you rest and chill now before you start to travel back. Yeah. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah. Appreciate it. Well, yeah. Talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank That's you.